Hi, I'm Alex Cox. And I'm Kathy Campbell. And this is Roboism. A podcast about robots and tech and isms, but mostly robots. You know, I've been noticing a trend across most of the podcasts that I listen to and that our friends make where everybody sort of updates each other in the audience on the va- their vaccination status. Where are you? You are vaccinated and you're two weeks out, right? Yes. I'm like um, a month and a half out and I even have official... I'm vaccinated magnet pins for Avi and I to wear at some point in the future when they are fully vaccinated Um, so that not that I'm not going to wear my mask in stores and things because I totes will constantly, but I have a little pin that says I'm vaccinated so I can get hugs from friends. To, oh, not today. Uh, oh, gosh, for the past, I am one day out from being two weeks. And Yay! I know. So when you're hearing this, um, you can uh, you're, feel free to come lick my face, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alex, I hate to tell you this, but that still wasn't socially acceptable oh, unless okay. fully consented to beforehand. Darn it, CDC. I, I, will, I will say, I, I, I now decree, including strangers, if you are fully vaccinated, uh, uh, hugs, hugs all around. I will, you, you may hug me. This this will not always be the case. But for the past two days, I have, I, I have lost count of how many hugs I have given and received. And it's very strange because um, we know how much I aspire to be a robot. And I I didn't know that it would be quite as emotional as I I didn't cry until I got home and then broke down. (laughs) Uh, But wow, I didn't really think about how how much I would be excited about something like that. So hooray! Roboism is all vaccinated. Woo woo! Also, it's nice to be in a park. It, well, I, I do feel naked in a park without a mask, not going to lie. Um, yeah. Like, went to a brief get-together get for some friends who are leaving, uh, who are moving, and just, it, it do, I don't know, doesn't it feel weird? It feels very weird to me. It feels very weird. It's very strange and disarming. Um, mm-hmm. Like, we had, this weekend, Avi went to help... Um, my parents put up um, some chicken wire around the fence so that their little dog can run around in their front yard too. Um, And I hung out with my mom outside. We've both been fully vaccinated. I mean, my mom has been vaccinated since like February. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, and I'm fully vaccinated too. And I grabbed my mask because that's, you know, the habit, you have to, you get out of the car and you grab your mask, but I didn't put it on because we just went around the back to the backyard. And I was just like, I don't need this right now. (laughs) It's so weird. It's so weird. It's even weirder for me. I I won't even say weird, but uh, disarming and also I I I don't know. Almost, almost magical when I see folks walking around now without masks outside. Because I mean, this I I, I didn't leave. <laughs> I I know a couple <laughs> weeks ago this that that is when the CDC recommendation came out of like yep full even you know uh keep them on indoors in public spaces but uh yep go go outside be buck wild and <laughs> so it's. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow, 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 because it's a signal, at least for me, I would I would hope it is it is like a signal of not like, yeah, back to normal. But like, those people are safe, like these people walking around are safe. And I am also relatively safe obviously no vaccine is perfect but, 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 but. <laughs> i'm not a doctor but it, it, y- y- you know um so yeah congratulations yeah yeah i have the opposite 
feeling still. Really? Interesting. Uh, And I think it's partially because of the area that I live in. Um, It's more and more obvious how deeply conservative the area that I'm in is. Mm -hmm. Yes, I see. I see. Yeah, we had somebody witness um someone throwing a hissy fit because they were told to wear a mask still it's you know may of 2021 so this has been going on for a while mm-hmm. um we i also know that there are some people that made comments around the fact that a lot of the teenagers um, were getting vaccinated and asking to make sure that they didn't touch their own children. Wait, wait. So, oh, like as if the vaccinated kids could pass Quote, it. unquote, shed ah! the, the vaccine. I yes. heard that too, where now some people are wearing masks around vaccinated yes! people. <laughs> Yes, and it's so funny because the parents of these particular um, children um, were also ones that believed that COVID was a myth, um, and their children have the worst mask practices possible. Like, I see noses way too often. Mm -hmm. And so it's... um, just been very interesting um the things that i continue to learn about the people in my area yeah it's that is a very strange feeling especially um when it's you're close to or you think that you know someone's uh not not even necessarily their beliefs well, I guess yeah, I guess you can believe in science. Or yeah, trust <laughs> science. And like I always knew that they were a little extra special. Um, but the the limits of logic um were a surprise. Yeah, that's I I, I mean, I'll I'll be fair and say that I also know a lot of folks who will who are fully vaccinated and are quite judgmental about people wear not wearing masks outside and it uh, i i totally understand like i got many snickers at at, uh the park a uh, about about a month ago because I um or last week I don't know when I, I still don't know past. what time is uh yeah because I was not yeah I, I didn't I hadn't had both of my shots and I'm like it would be so embarrassing if I got it now there's no way <laughs> right <laughs> like oh man yeah, I, I no, don't want to be yeah but and and you know I got like Snickers like that and I'm like I I. I get it because science. I just, I'm sorry, guys. I have a day job. I learned like a boring, not important day job where I sit inside. Ah! <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think uh, on on this show, we can firmly take the stance of please keep wearing your masks in, inside, especially when, you know, it's a private business and folks ask you. I, I, oh, I don't understand logic. Yeah. And like, like, let's respect these poor retail workers that have a terrible terrible job and having to deal with people like it's just easier just wear your mask mm-hmm. yeah don't don't make your lovely cashier also be a security guard like right. come right. on yeah and uh if you fo- like follow instructions and if you get asked to put on a mask because you're not vaccinated don't throw a hissy fit and make a mess in the middle of a store. Can I offer? I I actually think so. I, I know that probably most folks are thinking, well, that yes, this is obvious, and and you're right. Good, good on all of you for knowing this is obvious. But I think I have a hot tip. Maybe Ooh. maybe it's not. I maybe it's maybe it's a loop, lukewarm tip. Well, we'll call it a hot tip coming from the hot lips of Alex Cox. Oh oh, that's just so. This is a family friendly show. 
Um, <laughs> not because you're 98.6 degrees. Oh, uh, oh yeah, I'm the regular. No, no, I'm not. You're not a robot. Oh, mm. but uh, I mean, yes, I am a regular human temperature, I guess. Mm. Uh, but um, when we were at the park the other day, uh, someone who was wearing a mask and I just assumed for whatever reason they you know, were wearing uh, it because of not being vaccinated or whatever. And they were standing with someone who did not have a mask and we were in line for like this food truck thing. And. And we were six feet apart, but they turned around and were like, hey, uh, not vaccinated. Do you mind putting on a mask? And I would highly encourage folks not to be defensive in that moment. Like, I almost saw it or felt like someone was correcting me on, like, pronouns. And was like, oh, of of course. Like, that. I I think that's going to be a long-term thing when it comes to retail and restaurants, especially. Like, I, I don't. I hope that people don't see other people asking them to put on a mask when it is their private space as some sort of affront to free speech or something. Right. That's going to be the next thing. Oh, boy. Yeah. Hopeful, wishful thinking. Hopeful, hopeful thoughts. I Well, I mean, I, I, I can see how it gets awkward, too, where also you don't want to be the person who's like, hey, I'm sorry that I'm wearing a mask inside. I'm at a high risk. Like, But gosh, normalize whatever the heck people want to do that doesn't affect anyone else. Right. That's my yes. hot take. Yes. Super hot take. So oh. hot take. Well, <laughs> now that we've covered mask is... <laughs> I... Vaccinisms, <laughs> vaxisms. Oh man, there's there's really going to be a boom. There already is a booming market for enamel uh, vaccine p- pins, uh, yes. which I haven't been able to get. But I'm like, all right, I'll support whoever. Sure, gay science. Yeah, I I got mine um, because they're magnet on the back, so I don't put holes in clothing. Um, I got them from Descent Pins because I love all of the the stuff that they do please don't Ooh. tell me that they're a terrible company and run by nazis or something because oh. that would just be heartbreaking <laughs> i i don't not as far as i know and i have done actually extensive research about the sticker and button companies that are run <laughs> by you know um yep. people who have the negative isms uh shall we say or or just straight up nazis right. and uh i don't think that is one of the companies so good <laughs> Yay! Hooray! Yeah, it's it's very interesting to see the level of um, like research and awareness that not just myself but Avi does too. They are super like aware of different things and have said, you know, hey, let's find a um, cruelty free. Uh, eyeliner to get and like just this awareness um that's really impressive and i'm really like proud of them and their humanity like uh, go me <laughs> i yeah i was gonna say uh i'm impressed by them just because i i wouldn't <laughs> i don't i i won't say i won't do that now but uh well and, and and also uh you raised a wonderful child so also yay you but a friend of mine recently asked hey i want to make sure like there's a straight and sis and he asked, I want to make sure, like, I want to get, like, the best pride flag, what is considered the most inclusive pride flag right now. And so uh, I was like, well, I could give, like, a three-hour theory about this, but uh, this this one with the uh, traditional rainbow stripes, but also the triangle with the um, white, pink, and blue, and black and brown to have solidarity with also race and gender is the good one. And he asks, oh, cool, is there a good, uh, you know, queer or uh, small business to buy this from? And I'm like, well, I've usually gotten mine at this little place in Washington that (laughs) ships things pretty quickly. But that's a good idea. I should look into that. (laughs) 
I'll send Avi on it. They'll yeah. get it you know, <laughs> together. <laughs> oh boy. Well, um, uh, hooray for being vaccinated and for uh, equitable uh, business practices, Woo. which actually is so is almost a real segue to the thing that I <laughs> I told you I wanted to talk about uh, about like an hour ago, <laughs> which I apologize for. No, but, don't apologize. It's great. Oh gosh! All right. So we're this is I really wanted to talk to you about the company Snap Inc., which if folks don't know, that is the company that owns Snapchat as well as Spectacles, which is <laughs> something that I am beyond excited about. But the thing with Snapchat is they are based on. <laughs> An interview that I just listened to yesterday with the CEO uh, and Kara Swisher, which we'll put in notes. They're the technically the smallest publicly traded social network, which huh. I yeah right, and and that surprised me until I re- remembered that all of their f- features that made them cool. Like the ability to to make uh, your face into a robot that I always loved, and all of those <laughs> other uh, delightful uh, AR filters, and uh, the ability for something to a picture to disappear after twelve hours or twenty four hours or whatever, you know, that's been taken by uh, ripped off by everyone. But yeah, so and it's like, okay, how do you even compete? with something like that. And I just kind of thought about how we talked about TikTok before, and I asked you, hey, do people still use Snapchat? And you're like, oh, yeah. So I I don't think I asked you, do you still use Snapchat? The, The main reason that I have Snapchat on my device is for Bitmoji. Mmm, interesting. What what is Bitmoji, Kathy, for the like uh, olds and the very youngs <laughs> listening? <laughs> right. So Bitmoji is the process that has also been stolen by a wide variety of different um, apps and and things to Calling get Apple. a little uh, your face on a little cartoon character thing, um, and it's able to be put into like fun little sayings like good morning or I'm missing you or feel better or you can also like be in a dinosaur costume or like floating on balloons like just so many different options available i'm looking at myself in a cat costume right now and i'm just adorable you just... are adorable <laughs> and your bitmoji is too thank you thank you so i i don't think i've ever seen your bitmoji well yes i have what am i saying yeah of course i have yes uh, yes uh, yes yours is as well there i just found it oh well, okay. I didn't. I I knew that the they were related, but clearly I did not do my research. Uh, because I thought that it was like Bitmoji and Snap were a completely different thing. Uh, no. Uh, in order to access Bitmoji in like your messages, um, like the app part of it, mm-hmm. you have yep. to have Snapchat installed. Oh, see, I have a Bitmoji app. Oh, this is going to be fun, real-time follow-up. I wonder if it's going to yell at me. The The other fun real-time follow-up is I I opened the Bitmoji app, and they already have a, a Bitmoji with spectacles, which we'll talk about oh, in fun. a second. All right. Goodbye, Snapchat from my phone. It was a fun 24 hours. <laughs> so... Huh. Oh, I I don't think it is. Interesting. Oh, very interesting. Because, like, I know it used to be, because I remember trying to send a Bitmoji to somebody, and I couldn't figure it out. Like, I couldn't find it. So it may Mm -hmm. be something within the last couple years that they have separated it out. Um, But I know, too, it used to be that you 
could only edit your Bitmoji inside Snapchat. Oh, inch. Ah, that is probably what I'm thinking of, actually. And, well, I mean, when I was listening to this interview, one of the most interesting things was how Snap intentionally has segregated, like, different products, such... uh, Oh, oh yeah, they did mention Bitmoji of like, yeah, sure, we have Bitmoji in the app, but, you know, it's not, our product uh, isn't Bitmoji. And yes, we had uh, uh, YOLO, but that was always going to be separate. And we really want our products to be safe to use. And sometimes that means taking features out of it. And I was like, what? And admittedly, this, they have... (laughs) an incentive to talk trash about Facebook. I mean, um, right. but but uh, they were like, so we don't think it's a great idea to have a mm, social network just for children. That seems like a bad <laughs> idea because Instagram for kids has been proposed, which um no, mm. no, no. Well, I mean, I don't have. I, I take that back. I don't have kids. Would, what about would would you ever ha- let Avi use a uh, social network specifically marketed towards like uh, ki- kids under thirteen or or in this case, um, how old are they? I don't I, under under eighteen. Yeah. Um. So they're twelve. Mm-hmm. And uh. They've actually kind of been a part of one um, in that they have a messenger for kids option, um, which has been pretty good for a Facebook product in that um, the parents can see, like, or, or guardians or whatever, like, can see like what's going on um, with like who they're chatting with, who they're friends with, that sort of stuff. And they have to be added by a parent. um, So they can't necessarily like give their information to, you know, a friend in school. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's been good for like, uh, friends that don't have an iPhone, um, so that they can't, so they can do like video chats through the messenger app. Oh, cool. Um, and things like that. And like Avi chats with her cousin in Indiana, uh, occasionally and like they'll play games and, and stuff. And so that's good. Um, now that they're older, like they have a TikTok account and they have an Instagram account, which legally, like their age is a year younger, too young for it. Um, but we have it private. We go through and like, we'll const, not constantly, but we'll go through and look at their friends on like who they're friends with make sure that it's only people that they really know in real life so that there's not the creepers and it's basically yeah there's none of the creepiness right and so basically i'm trying to instill in them a sense of agency and ownership that hey if something seems squidgy it probably is so Mm -hmm. not the stranger danger so much as go with your gut like think of this logically and we've had multiple conversations about hey if an older guy is talking to you and says that you're so mature or or girl like if an older person is complex like this is kind of grooming. And and obviously, you know, they're 12 in a world that is, like, very – they've had a lot of um, hard conversations and things. You know, we have a lot of death awareness in our life. Um, and so I – it's all about making it a conversation for – the child and the age that they are and 
their awareness and their understanding because I I never want to be the person that says, you know, oh, you can't do this, period, with no explanation. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to treat them as the grown-up adult that they're going to become. I can't always be here and protect them, which right now, this is the hardest parenting time that I've ever had. And I raised a three-year-old with Ryan having just gotten out of rehab after a massive stroke. Like, in the back of my head, I'm like, now? Now is the time? (laughs) Because there is so much now that I can't just fix. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. that's the hardest part. Like in the past, oh, if they're tired, they sleep. If they're hungry, you feed them. If they need help with, you know, wearing clothes or tying their shoes or, or whatnot, it's stuff that, yes, you're teaching them how to tie their shoes, but also it's sometimes you're just like, here, let me just do it for you. We gotta go type of a thing. And so this is adding a whole layer of so many things. And hey, I don't know if you know this, but we're in the middle of a pandemic. And I'm so thankful that they're over 12. And so they've gotten the first shot. Their second shot comes in the beginning of June. And we are so excited for some sense of normalcy and Mm -hmm. getting to hang out with their friends and have sleepovers again. It's, It's so big for somebody who's very much an extrovert and needs those other humans around. And yeah, it's been exhausting trying to figure out the best way. And the hardest part is the fact that there is no perfect way. Like I can't be a perfect parent. Be well, what, be, because the idea of perfection is arguably a construction of the patriarchy i will (laughs) disagree with that but i I think what you said was or or talking about what sort of services they use was really enlightening because i i actually forgot about this in the interview with i should what was his name spencer uh gosh he seemed like a nice guy here's my notes uh oh uh, Evan Spiegel, not even close. Okay, <laughs> so you, know, you got the spa part there right. There was a spa, 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 uh, the and it's spectacles. You know, it's close. But uh, he had mentioned like maybe we do a, a messaging service, but we don't want to open the floodgates of like, hey kids, everybody in like it, it, specifically Insta- Instagram. Like, ev- yeah. look at this. Whereas I do kind of like the almost stepping stone of something like Messenger for, for kids. How, how, hey, how does that work when you, because you can like see everything and, and all that, but it's, um, I assume it, is, it could be uh, used by bad actors and creepers, and, but because you have access to all of that, you can s- sort of see, like, what's up. Well, and, and two, it, it has to be a Messenger for Kids account. Um, and so, like, there, there's almost like a double opt-in part. Um, so, like... I add them to the list. And so it's only people that I'm already friends with. So I can't just add, like, I have to be connected through the owner of the kids messenger. Oh, interesting. Oh, that's super interesting. I could be wrong, but I'm fairly certain that that's like the way that it works. Uh, well, that just makes so much more sense. Like that's a du- okay that because then it's a double sort of triple uh, type of thing. I, I and I'm like, wait, that ha- oh wow, Facebook can't make any money off of that. And but it's like, of course you are. You're gi- you're giving them the uh, first taste for free. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but, I, exactly. but still, <laughs> if you have if you have a discerning parent, like oh, this is lovely. I'm yeah. I am a. Uh, 
because right now I am indeed <laughs> making <laughs> a child's account. Can you do a someone who's one years old? Let's see. Uh, oh, Probably. Oh, oh boy. Um. Well, it's taking a bunch of. Oh, yep. So so I could. I see. Yeah, you you are correct in that. I need to add people my uh, theoretical kid uh, named little me uh is <laughs> <laughs> choose, choose kids for little to chat with um so oh gosh, i'm not going to so do that <laughs> <laughs> oh and it also pops up the people who uh the, the kids which and it says managed by whoever yeah. i'm friends with and that oh this is Mm-mm. So Facebook does know how to make a good product. They just, they just, <laughs> just like, won't. <laughs> only on projects that they can't make direct money on, maybe? Because yeah. that yeah. the the goals are different. So the goals for other products are let's make the most money. Whereas for this, it's like let's make a safe app type thing for parrot. Like that's how Ryan and Avi communicate is through the messenger. Um, because Ryan oh, doesn't cool. have a, a phone to text mm-hmm. on. And so it's a way for him to ask, like, hey, can you walk the dog? Can you fill my water? Whatever. That sort of stuff is all through that, which is pretty great. That That is great. And, and what also feels kind of cool about that is knowing how we not we all but i think people now have a better idea of how loosey-goosey facebook can Mm. be with privacy so you you know you know that it's not like and encrypted and stuff although i don't know if I don't know if you would want end-to-end encryption in a kid's messaging app anyway. Yeah, that seems like it's not um, conducive for review as a guardian. No. Well, and, and that is exactly why Snapchat was so problematic for so long. Yes. Because it typically... Let's let's say say traditionally in the past it was uh, used for uh I'll use the uh, fa- fancy term um some unsolicited penis photographs to yes. various people and it quickly became like that's what Snapchat is for which is why a lot of people including myself were like mm, hard pass but then, correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, but they came out with Snapchat Stories, right? Eventually, right. So yeah, it became less of "Hey, I'm going to send you one person a specific picture," and instead was like, "Oh, I'm going to send." whatever picture that's going to be up for 24 hours to my feed. Um, So it allows people to, you know, view what's going on, see what you're doing, hanging out with, et cetera, that that less cultivated image that Mm -hmm. is now used, you know, on Instagram stories, um, but uh, allowed that to be an open feed as opposed to having to send it out to the like one by one type of a communication Mm -hmm. and i i did briefly use it in college because you you know fun fun new thing uh and i recently started using it again because um my my brother got a dog so i always want to see dog and uh, I found out that <laughs> I don't know if it always did this, but Snapchat lets uh, whoever sent the story or like if, if you take a uh, screenshot of someone else's story, the person who published that story gets a little, uh, hey, Alex was creepy and uh, takes <laughs> takes screenshots yes. of your dog every time. Right. Well, and to like... Um... <laughs> because there the there's a similar 
like if you go into Instagram stories uh, in the insights part, there's ways to like see if somebody took a screenshot for your stuff. What? Yeah. What? Okay. Oh, oh boy. It might only be for like business accounts or something, but I know, I know I've seen that. However, if you like swipe up, like you're going to um, switch apps. Mm-hmm. You can take a screenshot and then crop it, and it doesn't get recognized. However, oh, gross. Snapchat has that figured out that as soon as you start that process, it goes gray. Um, oh, so you nice. can't screenshot. Yeah. Nice. Oh, see, that's okay. So, this is what I keep being impressed and intrigued by. This is not something that other social networks take into account and by other i mean the uh, twitter and facebook because uh, well i mean tiktok too but tiktok isn't exactly gung-ho on privacy because the idea isn't necessarily privacy and i don't know that is very so considerate and i hate that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that I'm like, oh, this big company's so considerate, but I kind of am right now. And I mean, we we talked about this when you talked about TikTok. It, it's like, what if we could have better social network and social media? And it's just that no one has done, <laughs> no no one has done a good job of it, and no one has had the imagination of how do we keep this alive without selling uh, um, data to advertisers. And the thing that now I am uh, worried slash excited about is this new product that that is not a consumer product yet, but it's called Spectacles. And they are AR glasses that Snap has made. And it's completely divorced from uh, Snapchat right now. And I I should also clarify, this is separate from their spectacle, their previous spectacles product, which was just for taking photos and then posting them on uh, Snapchat. But I'm wondering... Okay, this is cool. We Snapchat is making these lovely cyborg glasses, and the CEO openly has said, oh, yes, the reason we're not selling this is because we honestly don't think that this is going to be useful for, you know, it could be up to another decade. And I was n- not shocked by that statement in terms of technical limitations but shocked that a person would admit that on a podcast hosted by the new york times like what (laughs) (laughs) wow i'm like you're doing capitalism with less steps like what is what what the heck why are they i okay my my brain is blown that we have done a podcast episode where we're like talking positively about a social media corporation it feels gross uh, i don't I, I may need to shower <laughs> <laughs> i it's very strange and but then i think wait shouldn't we often talk positively about the places that we live online how sad is it that we both feel that we need to shower right now because we're being like oh this is interesting but and i mean these are the the places where uh, sometimes people's lives are made this is i i know for me the internet was the only um at least uh, well no it, it was the only safe space for me to be who i was and unfortunately that's still the case for so many people but now they're being followed everywhere on the internet so uh, I mean, it's that it's gotten a little bit better, but I 
I always like God. I think about this like once a month uh, (laughs) about the (laughs) about the teenager who got pregnant and didn't tell her dad, and her dad found out because Target started sending um, like congratulations, Mm. buy this uh, type flyers to their house. Yes, and woof, nope. Um, it. You never ask when the baby's due. If you you never ask if someone's pregnant. Target, no, come on. Never. <laughs> never. Listen, if corporations can legally be people, like can at least that be one of the rules? <laughs> anyway, I, I the other thing that is incredibly intriguing is that he also openly said uh, you know, this would be uh, so cool for, like, looking at, at nature and, like, getting information about looking at the stars. Like, all all of the sort of b- basic arguments and uh, for why AR, which is, oh, I apologize. If, if folks don't know what that is, it is augmented reality, not virtual reality. It is when you put glasses on your face and you see a little, like, a little heads-up display. So think, um... Gosh, where 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 is their AR in media right now? Um uh in the book Ready Player 2, uh wow, for someone who also has a podcast about virtual and augmented reality, um uh honestly, think of like the Terminators like scary vision, like uh, terminate terminate. Ooh, um ooh, what about what about the uh Tony Stark's helmet in Iron Man? There we go. There we got there. Yes. Thank you. Woo. There we are. <laughs> oh boy. We are professionals. Feel free to contact us in regards to any random information. Oh boy. <laughs> <sighs> well, <laughs> the, the, the one other thing that I thought was, uh, like, I, I stood up and shout, I was like, oh, what, what, when he said this, because um, the person interviewing him, Kara Swisher, who's like a notoriously uh, tough interviewer um she's the one that uh made mark zuckerberg sweat through his his hoodie uh that god it must have been like a decade ago oh my but, gosh uh, <laughs> yeah forever ago <laughs> yeah <laughs> and she's like okay yes yes we know like you can be able to look at stuff but like come on what's the real thing and he's like i don't know that's why we're asking people and sending them these things and i'm like wait are you seriously doing capitalism with more steps? Do I, am I, I'm, I'm like, am I falling in love with a tech entrepreneur? What is, oh, I, I should, I, I, well, I did shower after that, but. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have a new problematic boyfriend. I think I do. Oh my gosh. Oh, buddy, please don't, please don't build a spaceship. Like, oh. Do they tweet? Oh, you know what? I don't know. Um, I'm gonna find you, Evan Spiegel, and I, I, I already was like, okay, this guy's being interviewed for the New York Times, so he's probably not a git right now. But <laughs> oh, and I don't have Twitter on my phone, so I can't oh, even. Oh, right. I th- thank you, thank you. I'm uh, <laughs> proud of myself for not having. I, I have a third party Twitter client for the shows I do in case I I don't know. Yes, I know because I got a notification that said you locked into Roboism. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm using a Twitterific. Good app. Good app. Uh, especially because they don't have notifications. It, like, it's just not even an option. And I'm like, yes, I like you. Uh, much like I guess I like Snapchat now. And I mean, we've, we, <laughs> or, or Snap rather the I, I i am cautiously optimistic about a previously problematic social network that is i i mean it's still being you i i one once i signed uh back in i noticed people uh my, my age like my classmates from high school and college using it and i'm like oh oh i guess you are still relevant cool cool i see i see a lot of the teens at the studio 
doing it. My goal is always anytime they're pulling it up is to photobomb. Um, so I'm very aware of what they're taking pictures of with their phones because I am just that person. And by that person, you mean a responsible and caring adult? Yes. Yes, it's very true. <laughs> but but the, the part that I'm hemming and hawing on is I'm always jumping into their photos, um, which is the part that they don't quite like as much, but I'm okay with it. <laughs> they they really like it, though. It's fun. When I did um, a TikTok with them, and I was like, hey, because I was, it was the end of a long day, we were shooting for a competition, and I hadn't done the TikTok yet. And I was like, hey, would you do a TikTok with me? And they were all so excited. And I wanted to turn to Avi and say, see, some people like me. <laughs> but that would have been a little too much. So instead, we, I just had them teach me a dance and we did it and it was great. <laughs> and they were like, yes, mom, they love it. Sure. Yeah. Just keep going with that. Mm, all right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, Kathy Campbell, I've taken up so much of your time already gushing over Snap, which I'm sure this is going to come back and bite me in the butt as as any multi-million, <laughs> any sort of admiration for any uh, multi-million dollar publicly traded company usually yeah, does. Yeah, but, but, but for right now. <laughs> right now, it's it's just exciting to see something different the same way that i you know am enthusiastic enthusiastic about a uh, clubhouse sure it's already kind of dying off because everybody yeah. again everybody facebook and twitter um are taking those features but i mean clubhouse is a is a thing sure but the people who created the culture around Clubhouse, for better or worse, are going to take that elsewhere. And I hope that, you know, this company Snap, it, it, at least, you know, uh, <laughs> they have the ability to give off less BS than, you know, uh, when you listen to uh, uh, Mark Zuckerberg or Tim Apple, you're like, okay, yeah, I, I, I get it. You're, yeah, yeah, you care a lot about your, your yeah. share. all right, right. Yeah. But I I was so taken aback. Like, I, I literally almost didn't listen to this interview because I'm like, another CEO I don't I don't care uh but I'm really glad I did because I I just hope that maybe the community of people who are still using this will n not just learn um or not sorry not not learn um not just create kind of a new social paradigm of not just content, but tech itself, like what they do, right? With whatever sort of. I mean, Snapchat was the first first app to have filters. Like the yeah, that was huge and still is huge, and it still is. Yeah, I was gonna say I've also gone on Snapchat um, to do the uh, Disney Princess. Uh, filter because they don't have it on Instagram and so I did that with myself and that was really fun and entertaining but yeah they're they're one could look at them as a business and be like oh they're not you know as progressive or they're not as smart because they're not you know making money it's yes there's some businesses that are on Snapchat but it's not like they're making like business pages that you can advertise like small business companies or or whatever but i think really they're making some choices that are really smart for society because they've been around for so long um and been as solid as they are once they figured out oh hey let's figure out how to stop allowing the penis pics to be sent um and and that kind of like social awareness that I feel like a lot of other companies could maybe take some lessons from would be cool. Um yeah, yeah. I, I wonder if they're making money. Like if if they're in the black or if they're still red. I mean, is Twitter even making money? Oh, who knows? I, it's, yeah. <laughs> I mean 
<laughs> he even acknowledged, um, he's like, well, we tried the thing where instead of influencers, we had publishers like CNN and whatnot on our platform. And uh, turned out people didn't like that as much. So, yeah. <laughs> and... <laughs> And in fact, the the filter thing did come did come up as well, where it's like uh, it's like uh, she was like, oh, you know, um, it, you still have the best filters in in my opinion. How do you feel when those end up on Instagram and TikTok? And that was the one time that I could tell his answer was a little BS. And he's like, we we like how however people choose to use our yeah. product. That's great. <laughs> we we just. We it's an honor just to be nominated. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Hey, hey, Kathy. Now that we've, uh, now that I've just basically <laughs> almost done the transcript of, <laughs> of a podcast that I liked this morning, are there any other uh, podcasts that other that people should actually go listen to? Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you know Alex, but we are part of the Great Relay FM. Network switch on, on. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there's so many incredible podcasts over there. And uh, one that maybe you might not know of is called Material. And the reason you might not know of it is because it is a Google-based podcast. Yes, it's not just Apple fanboys and girls and bays over there. <laughs> we also have Material and Andy Anako and Flo Ion are two of my favoriteest people in the entire world. And they talk about Google. And it's really interesting. It's really great to have different outlooks on kind of what's going on in the tech scene outside of Apple and what they're kind of doing with all of the different services and products that they have um, from two really great voices. I love their dynamic. I love their conversations. And I really love um, kind of how they exist in the world. And I'm so, so happy that they are a part of the network. I have always been a huge fan of Andy and Goes work since I was a kid, of, of course, because I'm he he's covered all like the entire spectrum of, of tech. So I really like his, uh, you know, objective as one can be, uh, like his objective voice. Um, he, he actually wrote for the Chicago Sun Times, so very near to oh. and dear to my heart. Uh, and uh, Flo also helped uh me win not not me or helped our team <laughs> win the Relay FM anniversary trivia game show. We. We gosh darn crushed it. We did, yeah, uh, you did. <laughs> um, and and the other thing I would highly encourage people to do is listen to their show instead of trying to watch the entire Google I/O keynote oh, because. Yeah. Oh boy! Wow, that sure was a few hours of th- I very few regrets about how I spend my time. Um, that might be one of it was real long. It was real long. Not it, it, very excited about the products, but uh, also excited to hear Flo and Andy talk about them. Yeah, much much easier way to kind of get that download uh, instead of having to watch the entire presentation from google it sounds like a better idea uh you can find them at by searching material podcast in any of your podcast app of choice or go to relay.fm slash material one more thing about material when you if you don't know why their show art is good then that show is for you because <laughs> it, do you know why their uh, their show show art is super cool Okay, is I know it's like the colors of Google, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I don't. Now I want to know. That's part of it, but they basically, and I, I, I could be wrong about this, but that is also the Android aesthetic, like how I try to keep up with Android OS as much as you know I do any sort of mobile OS. AKA just iOS and, and Android. Um, but now I'm in, I'm like, oh, I wonder if it's going to change because, and well, go listen and hear about all of the new UI changes that, that are uh, coming to Android. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Roboism, a show that really loves the podcast material, which we actually do. Yes, it's true. <laughs>
Kathy, where can people find more of your stuff on the internet? Yeah, you can find me at kathycampbell.com, which has links to everything that I do, and I even update it sometimes. Um, I think Robolism is on there. I probably should check that out. Otherwise, you can find me at Mrs. Soup and any of the social medias. I don't know if that's my Snapchat name, though. It might not be, but that's okay because I'm not on there anyway, so you don't want to follow me on there. Uh, But everywhere else you can find me, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all of that. Uh, Alex, where can people find you? Normally I do the, eh, just eh, go somewhere. (laughs) But I would be delighted if you checked out this new project I'm doing and very little of the project exists but it's called factory settings with with a five at the end and not an s because it's hard to get domain and usernames but uh factory settings with a five and not an s basically everywhere except snapchat because i don't know well i'm gonna maybe i'll, I'll try now uh <laughs> but <laughs> but um right right now it is a podcast all about AR and VR. Uh, so we'll we'll be talking about spectacles soon, and hopefully we can talk to someone at at Snap. But uh, if you're interested in in this show, but more of the technical aspects, aka of... smarter people than me. No, 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 no. <laughs> the, the there are. Uh, this, this, I mean, this is the show where. Um, Basically, I'm trying to find more interesting people like Kathy to talk to about the future of AR and VR, because right now, like all of tech forever across time, the space is dominated by straight cis white dudes who are many of whom are very talented and wonderful. And I've gotten to talk to a lot of them, but I want to meet and learn about more folks uh, who are in this space and making cool things because I don't want to wear glasses made by Facebook that have, you know, only been blessed by Mark Zuckerberg. So I'm going to walk away from that pitch right now and uh, because it feels gross pitching things, but I'm really proud of some of the stuff that's uh, coming up. Oh, gosh. Oh, that I, I guess we're done with the show now. <laughs> we are so great at ending this thing. We are professionals. We really are because uh, this has been Roboism. Thank, Thank you for listening.
I live sin free my life. I have places to go, people to see. I should be optimistic. I have no lies inside.